Welcome to the Customer Experience Management Podcast, hosted by Anders Gustafsson and Carlos Velasco. In this episode, Carlos interviews Dr. Juan Carlos Arboli about student experiences. Welcome everyone to the Customer Experience Management Podcast. Uh, today I have a very special guest. Uh, his name is Juan Carlos. Uh, Juan Carlos is a multitasking, a very interesting person that does several things. He has a PhD in bio, uh, biochemistry physics from the University of East Anglia, uh, but his work doesn't stop there. He's not only a researcher, he's the director uh, of the Master's in Gastronomic Science at the Basque Culinary Center, where he is designing, in my opinion, some of the most innovative uh, programs in, in gastronomy that are out there. Uh, and he's going to tell us a little bit about that, you know, the experience that he's designing for his students that come from multiple backgrounds and so on. Uh, but again, it doesn't stop there. He's also the editor-in-chief of the International Journal of Gastronomy and Food Sciences. Uh, and he, of course, you know, is involved also with multiple companies and creating connections between the Basque Culinary Center and the, the industry. So I'll stop there because otherwise I'll take it all from your mouth. Uh, <laughs> Juan Carlos, but welcome to the podcast. And first, please expand a little bit on who you are. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Carlos. Thank you so much yes, for the invitation. Uh, it's a great pleasure for me. Uh, that uh, Yeah, I, I can just explain a little bit about my, my background. I'm, uh, as you said, uh, well, my degree is in chemistry. I did, uh, I studied my bachelor degree in chemistry, but uh, I, I moved to England uh, after my PhD, my degree, my bachelor degree, and I did my PhD in physical biochemistry. I was uh, working uh, in a product, uh, whipping cream. I was just studying uh, the inside of the of the whipping cream, uh, all the food microstructure, uh, from the physical chemical point of view, uh, how. Uh, the architecture inside affects uh, the sensory properties at the end. And it was a, a really, really um, a good fun um, doing that PhD. And after that, I moved to, to the Spain. I, I went back to Spain and I was working for 13 years in a food um, research institute. Working on, on that uh, with the food industry or some, some uh, kind of uh, European projects related to, for example, uh, trying to decrease uh, fat or sugar, uh, but uh, maintaining um, some nice sensory properties. Uh, I mean, should be, uh, should be healthy, but it should be also tasty, all the food products. Mm -hmm. and, and in that age, in 2000, 2005, I, I, I met uh, some chefs from, uh, from the restaurant Mugaritz uh, based on, on the Basque Country too. And I started to play with them. I mean, saying play uh, because mm -hmm. they, they came to our labs and we saw a great interaction between uh, food science and gastronomy. We, we realized that uh, we could just make uh, lots of things together. Um, firstly, just only for the restaurant but uh, we realized um, really kind of soon uh, that it could be interesting also just to go to the food industry together, uh, just applying the technical um, uh, capacities from our side and the, all the culinary uh, knowledge from their side. So we started to build um, a, a really nice interaction. 
between science and gastronomy. That's when we started to think about the journal, the International Journal of Gastronomy and Food Science. And in, in that, it was a big effort, and we are we keep continuing with that effort because it's not a, it's, it's like an emulsion, it's immiscible uh, liquids uh, that they, from an energetic point of view, it's just a, they, they, they tend to separate, but yeah. I think that they, they are so nice. We, we can have a nice texture with this interaction between science and astronomy. And then, sorry, uh, maybe I'm just talking too much. Um, and then some years ago, I decided just to, to move to the Basculinary Center because, uh, I mean, I have uh, loads of interest in, in how we see science nowadays and, and how with this kind of interactions, science could, could move to another step. Not only for gastronomy. I think that gastronomy or cooking uh, is changing quite a lot from the, the last maybe 20 years. And they, are, they, they continue, continue um, changing. But also, for me, science must change in their approach. So that's why I started with a bachelor's degree in gastronomy and culinary arts. But um, seven years ago already, we started thinking about the master in, in gastronomic sciences. There, I don't know if you, if you want, uh, I can just uh, talk more in, in, in depth about... I would um, love yes. to hear about it, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because, I mean, the bachelor degree was just, just for cooks, but they, they wanted to have a broader vision, but from the culinary perspective. Yeah. But in this, in this master, it's a very special one, I think I would say, because we have a number of 20 students, but their profile uh, can be from a scientific background or from culinary background. But also we can have people from art, uh, history, business also, uh, design. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a, a, a bunch of di completely different people from different countries also. Uh, we have uh, from all over the world. Uh, people from Asia, South America, even uh, USA and Europe, of course. So what we want there is just to build teams, multidisciplinary teams, but uh, working together. That's a really, really difficult because, um, I mean, nowadays, uh, and I think that that's um, something positive, but uh, we are all very specialized. We are chemists, or we are uh, we can be biologists or psychologists, and all of us we work with a very specific methodology. So, for us, we realize that talking or discussing about food and and cooking, that some, sometimes is a limitation. Mm. So, what we are working is towards the so-called transdisciplinarity, which is really kind of easy to define, but really difficult to just make it possible doing things. So that's what we want. From, from there, we have the program, we build the program with different contents, completely different contents. You, you are, I mean, uh, uh, in, the, in the program uh, and you, you are doing a great job, 
from your your side from uh, the, the the experimental psychology and and cooking also but we have neuroscientists uh, we can have uh, chemists microbiologists uh, people from the science but people people also from the gastronomy perspective and the important thing for us is not to have a different contents from different disciplines of areas of knowledge. Uh, the, the most important thing for us is how to integrate that in a logical way. Cohesive us, manner, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, it's so difficult to explain, but the important thing is just not be multidisciplinary for us. Uh, the, the, the important thing is just how to integrate that and how uh, how we can change mentalities. And for example, something really difficult uh, uh, that, that I experienced is the, the way of a relation between a chef and a scientist. Hmm. There are loads of problems from personal views. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like they live in different worlds in a way, right? So that's, sure. and you know, like you're, you're touching exactly what I wanted to talk with you about today. And is this idea, I mean, let me just say a few things. Like there are so many interesting things to say about what you just said. Like the first one is, I mean, now I understand a little bit better your approach to, to knowledge in general, because you come from this kind of like different background perspective. And you also, I completely agree with you. We need to think about the issues that we have in the world and the problems that we study from a multidisciplinary perspective. And we need different disciplines looking at them and communicating them because that's kind of like how we're going to solve it. And possibly in food, you know, when you think about food and food systems, of course, multiple disciplines is not, it's not only the chef, it's the producer, it's the business person, it's the person in computing system trying to optimize logistics. It's so many different people trying to understand that if we actually manage to create a common language and a sort of like common space for them to interact, which is what yeah. you're actually doing in this master's program, which is fantastic. Then we can actually solve, I would say, or perhaps try to solve better these issues that we have around a specific topic such as food. So, yeah. so this is this is very very uh, interesting, and I agree with you. You know, like sometimes I remember when I started working with chefs uh, and with artists and with different disciplines. It's like it's like it's as if you were living in a different world. But yeah. then let, let, let me let me uh, ask you a, a question about that. So assuming that this is your target, right? You have these diverse profiles and you have this sort of like aim of combining disciplines. How do you approach the student experience from that point of view? Yeah, I mean, for, for us, uh, it's something for us, an experience for the student must, must be emotional. I think that that's that's uh, some some important key because um, we are. I mean, they have they have to do loads of work. Uh, they 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 spend one year and a half uh, in a very intense period of time. So we need them like uh, really motivated, highly highly motivated. So we are working all the time in the emotional the personal um, experience is not only about the contents or the knowledge they can acquire uh, we are we are very kind of um, focused also in the team building they are all the time um, dealing with with these problems that we are uh, we are talking about 
and we are all the time there trying to mediate. We are the med mediators uh, hmm. in here. We are all the time saying, you need to observe yourself, <clears throat> how you feel when you have um, an argument and or when you have to work with this kind of completely different professional. And we are all the time there insisting, uh, observe yourself. And, and we are trying also to 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 go together with them i think that, that that's important uh, and and listening to them all the time we are kind of a, a coaches um yeah. most of the time mm -hmm. uh, because they have they are they are not in the um, uh, in the comfort zone they are even if they, if they are scientists they are moving uh, to the gastronomy and the other way around so they are they don't feel comfortable in that area but we are all the time uh, working with them uh, to make um, a very intense experience. But in, in, in like from personal point of view, I think that that's the most important thing for me. The motivation of the people is not the 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 amount of knowledge they have. That's mm. easy nowadays. Uh, just to gain more knowledge is the attitude, all in the professional skills, the soft skills. But they are mm. for me really important. Uh, trying to have a very open mind and uh, being able to just uh, incorporate other kind of uh, ideas and trying to work in the in these complex uh, um, teams. So for me, the experience um, it's more related to the 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 emotional um, the feeling. Uh, how do you feel there? And why do you you want to do this? And 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 yeah, I think that for me and after six years, uh, I'm, I'm convinced that uh, the success of a training uh, should be very related to the to the emotional part. I really like what you're saying because it's in a way saying like, look, the knowledge is relatively easy to access these days. You know, we are in the information mm -hmm. age. Uh, we kind of like curate the knowledge that you're gonna get. But most importantly, because we're taking you out of your comfort zone, we're coaching you so that you are actually becoming more and more comfortable out of that comfort zone and perhaps be more tolerant to the frustration that comes with, you know, trying to move from that zone and learn something different, learn other perspectives. Because what you say, the knowledge is something, but then challenging yourself to see it from a different perspective. Yeah, that's yeah. something that is quite uh, challenging, right? I think so. I think so. We are all the time. One the the, the first days, I, we ask the same question: is just, what are you escaping for? Uh, I mean, ah. all of them, because uh, the, it's the same profile. Even if if you are a scientist, they are not really kind of convinced in the way uh, the scientific world is working, and the other way around also with the with the uh, the the chefs or the cooks. And we know that these these people they are feeling or thinking in a different uh, way from the beginning. We have these kind of uh, interesting people, and and from there they, we are challenging uh, them all the time in this kind of context. That you need to open that that mind. Of course, if you if you agree with that, uh, and we're trying to take care of them all the time. But for example, just yes, to 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 learn um, 
the concept the concept of transdisciplinarity we we work with sociologists and anthropologists and and sometimes we we, we were working with time psychologists because we know that they, that's a difficult task it, it is much easier just to do your follow your scientific method if you are a scientist or your recipe if you are a chef it is more difficult if you are a working in a path you don't know and and i think that your senses are more alert and your training and your learning uh, process it's much higher for sure that is interesting <clears throat> so Juan carlos we have been talking about some of the challenges of having like this multi-profile let's say group of students but i guess it might also benefit the student experience in some way right so what, what are the benefits that you can say that uh, this context provides? Because, I mean, I have seen it myself. I would just like to, to hear for it. This, for the students, you mean? For yeah. the students. Um, apart, there are several, for, from my point of view. Um, the, the first one, or, or the most important one for me, is a, the, the kind of a, a, a broader, much broader view mm. about what food <clears throat> means. And that, 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 that means that they, they could face much better uh, all the challenges we have for the near future or for the, the present. Um, because it's, for example, I, I, I can give you a, an example. Uh, we're talking about uh, doing some challenges um, uh, related to space food. Mm -hmm. um, we can do a very nice work about the nutritional point of view, make, make some uh, foodstuffs uh, from a uh, very perfect from the nutritional point of view and even <clears throat> and even if we can just give that give them a touch of um, a culinary um, um, characteristics tasty also but we realize that up there in the space is not only the nutritional point of view is not only the, the, the it should be tasty also it is really important or the anthropological um, part. Elements of the experience, right? Exactly. The experience <clears throat> itself, the, the, the act of um, eating with people, which is really important. And in an extreme condition like, like the space, those parts that they are not that easy to understand in the earth, uh, they, they, uh, they are so important. So in, in, in that context, we realize that the having that open mind that broader mind being able to correlate different information from different areas of mm -hmm. knowledge it could be really beneficial for them we also uh, I, I don't know this is a, a discussion all the time uh, because it, it, as i said it's a very intense um, master and they are they have to deal with the stress and yeah. they have to deal with the the, the work which is I think uh, really important because the real world uh, working in research or food industry or even in a restaurant is that and for us it's uh, also important and there are some feedback from um, from alumni from students uh, uh, that they are working already that saying that 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 was really really important thing to do uh, because now they are I mean you know uh, mm -hmm. you are so busy and you have to deal with completely different projects at the same time. I think that's a, 
another another important thing but for me the correlation of different areas of knowledge and how uh, how um, to see the project or the, the the problem you want to solve in a wider and broader way uh, that's really important that is fantastic Juan Carlos something that I can derive from what you have set up until this point is that you know there are kind of like some some elements that make a great student experience at uh, the best culinary center in particular in these masters uh, one is the emotional aspects another one is kind of like the uh, what happens in the classroom I guess you know which is kind of like very emotional but it also has these sensorial components of the experiments that you run and everything uh, the coaching that you have mentioned. Uh, what about in terms of social activities? Like, are there any, because I imagine that most of the experience of the students happens in the classroom, but you have a bunch of other things around that, that facilitate what you say, you know, like the management of the stress levels, the sort of like management of the frustration of learning new experiences and, and all. So what, what are those things? Yeah, uh, I mean, talking about just out of the class, uh, we we are kind of lucky here at the BCC because I'm not, not with the pand uh, with the pandemic situation that uh, of course everything was kind of closed, but we have quite a lot of events all the time. Every day uh, we have conferences from uh, could be uh, great chefs or it could be some discussions uh, with completely different. Uh, fields uh, like uh, culinary or they can be scientists uh, making some congress a uh, uh, workshop um, um, about neuroscience and gastronomy and that uh, they 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 can participate on all all of these kind of activities well, still <clears throat> kind of academic um, activities but uh, i i have to say that they, um, they are a, a, a strong network of the students uh, mm. from bachelor degree and master students that they are also organizing social events for example mm. uh, the, this this weekend I, i've been invited and i couldn't make it at the end but uh, a catalan guy uh, i mean some part of uh, spain uh, he was just uh, <clears throat> inviting people just to do a special catalan food everything is related to food because they are so passionate uh, in food so there are quite a lot of um, social events more kind of you know more relaxed and talking about everything um, and, and I think that that's a team building too I mean it's really important just to maybe talk about completely different things outside of the faculty of course and and yeah uh, some of them they are organized by by the BCC, but uh, I think that the most interesting ones is they're the organized by by the students themselves. And I can imagine that uh, being in uh, San Sebastian in Spain is actually like an excellent thing, right? Because the food world is so dynamic there that they might just go outside of the classroom and they have like a full city that is almost like a lab for them, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that that's that's really nice. I mean, all the I mean, all the surroundings are great, and uh, some sometimes we just go go out and just go to markets, different markets mm -hmm. from San Sebastian, or I mean, some villages from here, and we we are trying to just connect providers, farmers, with uh, with the people doing some field work also uh, with these kind of people or some associations from 
uh, for example, uh, women associations uh, trying to do a social movement uh, through the food. So that, that we are kind of lucky uh, also yes, in this area that we have all this kind of uh, ecosystem that we, we can work with that also. Okay, you know, that makes absolute sense. Juan Carlos, I have three last questions for you. So I'm going to go one by one. Uh, maybe I will come up with one or another because it's just fascinating to hear all the stuff that you always do at the Basque Culinary Center. But there's one that I would like to, to hear. What's your opinion like? How was the COVID pandemic, how did the COVID pandemic influence the student experience? And I, knew, I know that you have adapted very quickly, quickly and you have been kind of like very clear in doing lots of actions to kind of like, you know, keep a very good student experience. But what was the challenge there? Like what, what things changed? What did you do about it? Was 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 a really big challenge, as you can imagine, in all, all the universities. I mean, you, any, uh, everyone uh, who are listening, um, they, they know already that uh, it is really important in the interaction between people, hmm. not only students, uh, but also with professors and everybody uh, that form the, the BCC ecosystem. And the philosophy of this master is exactly that, the interaction. interaction. Hmm. Otherwise, we would, would need to change the whole uh, program. So you can imagine when we realized that we were in the lockdown and we had to <clears throat> just react really quick. I mean, we, we had only one day with no classes and, and on Friday, I remember. And the next Monday we have just to uh, just carry on with that. So we have some, we had some <clears throat> one month and a half that we we needed to convert as all the universities uh, all the contents in online version um we changed we did some changes and um, um, some uh, um, master classes uh, that were kind of uh, the interaction with the professor in the class we had to convert it uh, and reducing the theoretical content and just making different kind of uh, initiatives, uh, working together online. Yeah. It was really hard, yeah. and that group, and I think that it was um, it was um, successful because that group was formed from um, a pre from October. So we were working together for some months before the the uh, the, the lockdown. Yeah. So we realized how strong they were as a team. I mean, if I, if I have to say a word, I would say resilience yeah. on the students. They were kind of an army. Uh, we were so impressed because they realized the situation. They knew that it was not good situation, but they said, okay, just uh, do what you, you need to do and we follow you. And that was because of the previous work before, uh, working the team. And I mean, otherwise it would have been impossible uh, just to keep them uh, alert for that one month and a half. But we knew and we did all the efforts uh, uh, just to come to the BCC, uh, I mean, kind of as soon as possible. 
That's why from the master program, they were the first students at the BCC that they, they could come here with all the measurements. And I mean, it was kind of very kind of hard, but it was just trying to do all the practical work in the lab and in the kitchen and really kind of organize, but we, we did that effort. And we finally, we had just to make longer that, that, that course uh, until the end of June, but we succeed. And, but everything was uh, thanks to the, to the students and that resilience. resilience. I, I really like that word. I think the resilience of the students is something really to highlight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Carlos, another question that came up while you were speaking is, of course, I imagine that you went through like this process of adaptation, online, offline, and you know we we can see that many of the online interactions are not necessarily as social as the ones that we have offline. <clears throat> so, looking into the future and knowing that the social aspect is very important, and I would say in particular for a team that is so uh, multidisciplinary as as the, the the student group that you have. Uh, how do you see this online offline education playing for the student experience in the future? I guess that's a very challenging question, but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's a challenging uh, question. Um, so far, uh, of course, I, I think that some hybrid uh, format uh, could be interesting, but uh, as I said before, Maybe I'm an old-fashioned guy, but I, I, as I said before, for me, the, the physical contact is so important Fundamental. in this kind of program. Uh, maybe not in a, other kind of programs or bachelor degree, uh, whatever. And we, I mean, we're still keeping some, some online formats, but must be maybe a, a speaker from Japan talking about a, a topic that could add value to the uh, current uh, program or contents. And yes, we could just have some interaction with other teams or other students from other universities just to make it easier. It could be, but for me, it could be, or it should be complementary, not the core of the program. The program as it is designed um, so far, uh, should be physically here, I would say. Okay, that makes that makes absolute sense. Um, I have one final personal question and then one for our uh, audiences. And the personal question is, what is your favorite vasculinary center experience? You mean different kind of events we, we are doing here? Could be an event, could be a specific class, could be a go-out activity. I have a lot, but uh, <laughs> maybe this, this one is the, my favorite one. It's just a, it's a, a related to your topic, Carlos, okay. uh, that the, the students, they, they, they receive um, classes from you, from the, the, the sensory perception. And, and talking about, I mean, mixing all the experimental psychology and how the surrounding uh, affects the, the, the final uh, perception, perception of taste, uh, working with chefs as you do. And they receive that information. They receive more information from neurophysiology, neuroscience. But after that, they meet 
some people uh, from the artistic uh, field, uh, actors, and they work with them because they see an experience uh, just to build a gastronomic experience from the scientific point of view, from the culinary point of view, but they work different sessions, uh, quite a lot actually, uh, with these actors. Uh, and oh. they show how they feel uh, the light, uh, the time, the tempo, which mm. is a bit different, uh, like the time, the word, the storytelling, um, all these kind of things they, 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 you need to be aware just to build um, um, uh, in the theater, in a play. They work with that. And, and, and finally, what they have to do is trying to relate the research project they, they are uh, working, uh, yeah, they have to transform uh, that topic into an artistic of a theater uh, act. So there, God, is just uh, amazing because you see chemists uh, just um, in, uh, doing some play or trying just to see that, that topic from an artistic uh, point of view. And that's amazing. There that are some of them that are so great. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, uh, really yeah I haven't taken part in those experiences, but I should at some point. <laughs> They're oh, very yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, look, they look super nice. And, you know, like that's what I would call truly creative experience design process. Because it's like sure. a mix of different disciplines trying to create a narrative, a sort of experience around food based on all these different fields and combining, you know, like, yeah, art, science, uh, food, and many, many other fields. This is fantastic. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, food is science, uh, food is uh, cooking, but food is, is culture, uh, food is history, food is people. So everything is in the, at the same time. Uh, mm. So you need, you need to pay attention to all of that. So mm. when you have to do something like that, a, a real effort, just making a kind of a play, uh, you 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 can realize. Uh, of, I mean, you can you can see loads of things apart from your science or, or cooking. That sounds great, uh, Juan Carlos. I have my final question, as I said, but before I give you that question, how can our listeners contact you if they would like to to contact you or get in touch? Um, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I can just give my, my email. Normally, it is in the web page, but I can just uh, uh, just uh, write it down for you. I mean, it's, uh, you, you, it's GC from Juan Carlos, yeah. Arboleya, A-R-B-O-L-E-O-Y-A, at biculinary.com. Perfect. Um, and they can just go to the webpage of the Basque Center and, and there it is my email address. And uh, we were not talking about the, the, the new PhD program that, that we are working on that too. And you know, uh, mm -hmm. of course, that you are part of uh, the, the PhD program in gastronomic sciences. So, I mean, any kind of information or, or if they want to talk, any, anyone who are interested in, in just knowing more, I mean, very, very open uh, for for any any doubt, for sure. Excellent. So I'll take these details and I'll post them in the description of the podcast for everyone that is interested so that you can get more information about it and also contact Juan Carlos if you have any questions. 
And now my final question, uh, Juan Carlos. So in this podcast, we uh, typically ask to all of our guests to give some suggestions to people designing experiences. So we have, you know, students, people in companies and so on. So from the perspective of student experience design, what would you suggest to our listeners? Um, could, could say yes, quite a lot of things, but uh, I, I am going to say yes one and keep it simple. <laughs> keep it simple and not don't forget your roots. Because sometimes, uh, I, I, I mean, just looking at different people, not only students, uh, even professionals, uh, when they want to impress or I don't know uh, what's uh, the aim, they, they, they are trying to tend to do some very complicated things. Mm. And sometimes the most effective ones are the most simple ones. Mm. We, we, we need to, to re remind ourselves that our brain is a kind of, a, I mean, it's not that, it, it is complex in a way, but uh, we- It has like, limited processing capacity. <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah. And uh, of course, uh, we, I mean, our evolution, it was just, uh, I mean, we are just, uh, we could just work in the caves. We, we, we have the same brain. And I think that uh, for, uh, not forgetting our roots and, and keep it simple uh, could be a nice advice uh, for, a food designer or just to design an experience. That is fantastic. Great. Thank you so much, Juan Carlos, for being part of the podcast. Uh, we're very happy to have you here. Uh, everyone, just check the bio again. Uh, we will have there the information to get in touch with Juan Carlos. And thank you again uh, for being here, Juan Carlos. A great pleasure. Thank you very much, Carlos.